This is where they are building the largest nuclear fusion reactor in the world. Yeah, a friend of mine told me I had to check out this pool. America on Main Street and at the dinner table is talking about infrastructure when 20 years ago they didn't even know what that meant. Today, those towers are an astounding display of wealth, prestige, and engineering. First. It's impacting everyday Americans. I am against the train the way it's being done right now. New York City housing is a scam. It is a scam, 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 scam. The Shard in central London is being officially opened today and at 310 metres tall, it's Europe's newest and tallest skyscraper. Hello, I'm Fred Mills. And this is the world's best construction podcast by the B1M. Hello and welcome to the World's Best Construction Podcast. It's going to be a good episode because we've got the quiz rematch happening right now. We've actually thought about it, we've actually planned it in a novel twist for this podcast. We've actually done some advanced planning and put together a structure for this quiz. Very much looking forward to this one. I'm Fred, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts Luke and Liam. You ready for this, guys? Yes, mate. Bring it on, man. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been working on this real hard and I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions and how you do um other than that i can't believe it's the end of august mate it's the end of august it's pretty much september uh and liam who apparently is still in winter it's like ah, oh, it's 26 degrees here like it's it's pathetic it's really frustrating but we've had a bad summer we've had a bad summer but hey we're going out with a bang with a great big quiz which That's is gonna it. be good fun uh, we're gonna explain this more in a minute guys but luke basically is gonna be the quiz master and it's gonna be me versus liam this time we've not seen the questions in advance so you're in for a, a good episode, hopefully, hopefully. Um, now, it is very close to the end of August, which means that the Construction Story of the Year extended deadline is nearly upon us, guys. If you are listening to this podcast early, you've got less than 24 hours now to get your entries in, right? Because Friday, 1st September, close of play, wherever you may be in the world, is the entry deadline. You've got to get, get your entries in Friday, 1st of September. You're going to kick yourself if you don't do it. You'll be sitting there watching the winner going oh we're doing something better than that we're doing something cooler than that well should have ended it shouldn't you yeah come on get going pull your finger up let's go let's go get your entries coming in uh, other things to tell you about is that uh get construction talking is still up and running obviously we want your donations guys head to getconstructiontalking.org to donate to that and to support construction's fantastic mental health charities uh, also, some exciting news around Get Construction Talking. So we are coming to Procore's Groundbreak event in Chicago on the 19th and 20th of September. We are doing a special panel discussion all about mental health there, which I'm facilitating all about the Get Construction Talking initiative and about mental health in the industry with a particular focus on the US. So this is very much the kind of Get Construction Talking launch in the USA. Make sure you're there. Register for Groundbreak. Come and see my talk. Come and see the fantastic panel we've got there. As I said, that is the 19th and 20th of September in Chicago. Also, I am back on the keynote stage at Groundbreak this year, which is going to be fantastic. I am doing a sit-down interview, me and Olympic legend Michael Phelps in front of 5,000 people. It's going to be incredible. I get to meet the man himself. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be very, very cool. Hoping it's going to go swimmingly. Going to dive into a chat with Michael. I won't, I won't use these jokes on the time. I won't use jokes on the time. But yeah, he's the same age as me. His middle name is Fred. Um, he's had a much more successful career than me, I think it's fair to say. He's the most decorated Olympian in history. 
Uh, but I'm going to be chatting to Olympic legend Michael Phelps about uh, his winning formula, about his training, uh, and about his own mental health journey. He's had a bit of a mental health journey that actually is not dissimilar to mine either, with the exception that he's an Olympic legend and I'm a kind of two-bit YouTuber. So that's going to be cool. I'm coming to Chicago. I'm going to be there for a couple of days, guys. Get a construction talking panel, as I said, talk about mental health. Uh, and then a special interview, me and Michael Phelps, live on stage in front of 5,000 people. It's going to be very, very cool. Register for that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. I haven't been to Chicago. I've been, to, I've been through Chicago Airport, which doesn't really count. But I'm looking mm. forward to properly seeing that city. So um, checking out the Willis Tower and a few others. Oh. John Hancock Center. Oh, the Bean. First Bueller's Day Bean. off, mate. First Bueller's Day off. Well, Fred Mills' day off. Yeah, there we go. Done. I don't, I don't really have it. Fred Mills is an hour off before I head back to the airport, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't yeah. quite have the same ring. But yeah, that's good Good things coming, guys. Lots of things happening. As I said, construction story of the year. Get your entries in. 1st of September, that is tomorrow. If you're listening to this later, then you're stuffed now. It's already gone. Donate to get construction talking. Come and see me in Chicago. Looking forward to it. Also on this episode, uh, after that amazing quiz we're going to be doing, we've got Paris's Olympic Aquatic Centre nearing completion. For Frankfurt, the massive skyscraper development in Frankfurt, Germany, nearing completion. Singapore's green office development. And as always, it's going to be sprinkled with lots of your comments from the week and lots of construction and architecture analysis. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, so as Fred said from the top, we got a little quiz. We got a quiz special. Fred versus Liam. You guys ready? You guys ready to play? I am, mate. Just, uh, just remember, I was, uh, I was the main person behind getting you hired, mate. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Fred was there. I was pushing okay. it though. All right, mate. All right. Okay, Thanks. I will bear that in mind. I'll bear anything in mind. Listen, right. So we got four. We got four categories. Oh no, five categories. Okay. Oh my god, there are categories. And yeah, we, we, and some most questions worth one point. There are a few that are worth multiple points. Okay. So like, okay. let's say there's one question where it's four points. The first category is skyscrapers. Liam's yes. favorite. Come the on. Second one. The, the second one is infrastructure. The third one is London. The fourth <laughs> one is just is well good at it. It's the fourth one you. is is, it, is, is the fourth one's the DLR, <laughs> and the last one's yeah. Basildon. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the 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 fourth one's history, and the fifth one is pop culture. Okay. I am so oh, excited. Oh, for this. Right. this yeah. is amazing, mate. Yeah. How long have you been working on this for? Uh, longer than I care to admit. I might have been sitting there with the family, bank holiday on my phone on the old uh, Google sheet, <laughs> looking up, just double checking questions. I'm like, oh no, let me swap that out. Right, okay. So let's let's get into it. Okay, there's there's four questions in each category, um, and we're going to be rotating who answers first. Okay, and we'll we'll answer them, answer the questions as we go. So Fred. Because you are the B1M daddy, you'll be going first. You'll answer first. Then Liam will give his answer. And then for the next question, Liam will answer first and so on and so forth, right? We good? Mm-hmm. Have you guys got like a pad or something that you're writing this stuff down? Yes. Yeah, mate. Okay. No Googling. No Googling. I can. I, I know Liam Marsh. I mate, swear. My hands Googling, are mate. Okay. All right. Good. First question. 
Fred, you'll be answering first. What is, and this is in the skyscraper oh, hang on. I have a question. I have a question. Sorry. Oh, okay. so formal. Yeah, when you say, <laughs> I think we need formality after the last round of chaos. <laughs> um, when you say answering first, am I saying it aloud to you? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. no, no, no. You can, you can write it. You, you, you both write it down. Yeah. Or think yeah. about it. I'll give you a few seconds, then you answer. Okay. Right. Go on then. Hit me. All right. This is for both of you, but Fred, you're answering first. So give it a few seconds. What is the tallest building in South America? <laughs> <laughs> you can say, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, but you'll get a zero. Okay. Is it the Gamari to answer? Have you, been, have you been in South America? No. No, me neither. Liam might have. I'd imagine. Liam, have you been to South America? Yeah, mate, yep. I've been to uh, Colombia. Oh, of course it's you great have. Place. Looks like your Googling face there, Liam. <laughs> Googling anything, mate. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, the camera's usually, you can usually see your uh, forearms, Fred. It seems to be shoulders <laughs> and above. <laughs> I think it's the... Park Hyatt's in Balneario Camberayu. There's Twin Towers. Okay. Liam? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's wrong. (laughs) Is it the Costanera Center Tower? Mm, Okay. That is no points for either of you. It's the Gran Torre Santiago in Santiago, Chile. Or Chile. Mm. Yeah, sorry, lads. Is there another name Um, for that? (laughs) (laughs) Like the Costanero Center Tower? Right, VAR. First question. VAR. VAR (laughs) I don't think it has a different name, mate. I know random facts about buildings for some reason. Grand Tor. Hang on. What's what did you what did you just Costanero Center Tower? Torre Gran Costanero. Yeah, it used to be known as that. How did you know that? Mate, I know random facts about random buildings. I don't know why. The London topic, I'll be... Fred, Fred, Sorry, buddy. Don't be a sook. I just... No, no, no. I know Liam, and I can see his face currently illuminated by a screen, and I'm like... Mate, that screen's off. Look, that screen's off. Okay, all right. Okay, no, all right. One nil to Liam. Hey, don't be a sore loser. All right. Quiz, quiz over. <laughs> right. Okay, so this this next question, this next question, there are five points up for grabs. There are five points up for grabs, okay? But you need to get these in the right order. From highest to lowest, what are the top five cities in the world with the most skyscrapers? In order. Top five. And Liam, you're going first, mate. Top five tallest skyscraper cities. Um, no, from from highest to lowest, what are the top five cities with the most skyscrapers? Not necessarily tallest. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, was it cities or countries? C- cities. Cities. Cities? Mm. Yeah, how, how many times do you need the question, Liam? Mate. <laughs> Cities. Oh mate. Okay. This is I got a tough it. one. What have you, you got, got it, Fred? Fred? What have you well, got? Well, I've got some I've got some cities written down. I don't know what I've done. It's right or wrong. <laughs> There's five five points up for grabs, yeah, so you don't need to get all of them. Okay. 
Right, okay, yeah. I've got... Yeah. But, it does, but it does need to be in order, okay? It does right. need to be in hang order. Hang on, I'm still thinking. Hang on, hang on, Best hang of on. luck marking this one, mate, because I think there's going to be some debate. Yeah, this is tough. Um, <laughs> but the, oh, man, I'm on the, I feel like I'm on the spot. Liam, you are on the spot. Feels like a quiz. Oh, mate. <laughs> Come on, you've got a few, few right, seconds right. left. I just mate. need one more. Um, I'm just going right, to win right. it. Just win right. it, mate. I've got London, uh, Shanghai, New York, Dubai, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I've messed up. London. Damn. Interesting. Got okay. a key place. Uh, Fred, over to you, mate. So I had in first place Dubai, in second place Hong Kong, third Shenzhen, mm-hmm. fourth New York, and fifth Shanghai. Oh. <laughs> um, Liam, can you just give me yours again one more Shanghai, time? Shanghai, New yeah. York, Dubai, yeah. Chicago, London. I shouldn't have had London on it. Ah, oh, it's neither of you, all right, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, number one is Hong Kong. Oh. Yeah? Followed by Shenzhen. And then New York City. And then Dubai. And then this this is the harsh one. Um, number five is Guangzhou in China. Mm. That's so should have been countries. I get four points, yeah, because I got four cities, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mate, you, don't get you didn't get them in order. You didn't get them in order. <sighs> Sorry, Fuck on then. You're offspring first. Should we just skip to the bit where Liam wins and I've failed? We'll <laughs> just move on. That one point, that one point is going to be important, friend? mate. <laughs> what? It's 1 0, mate. <laughs> Fred, so. you are answering first next, mate. But, you know, I'm going to give you a few seconds to answer. What is the tallest structure in New Zealand? What is the tallest structure in New Zealand? Uh, it's that it's that big tower in Auckland. They do the fireworks <laughs> off. Is it the Sky Tower in Auckland? <laughs> okay. And Liam? Sky Tower. That's right. You're both right. Um, the PWC Tower at Commercial Bay is apparently the tallest skyscraper there. It's completed in 2020. So have you heard of that, Liam? I have not, mate. Nah, no one cares, do they? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Next question. Uh, and this is the last question for the skyscraper category, Liam, you'll be pleased to know. The Jeddah Tower or Kingdom Tower, was meant to be the next tallest building in the world. What year was construction halted? Mm. And uh, this is Liam answering this first. What year did it start? Um, I think it was 2015. Hang on, hang on. I didn't get to ask that. follow-up questions. Hang on. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, no comment. No comment. Um, look at those googling eyes. Look at it. Unreal. 2000, 2018. <laughs> Fred, what are you saying? I want to say 2020. 2020. 2020. 
Liam, Liam's right. Liam's right. <laughs> Hang on. Didn't it start going to stop again in 2020? No, man. No, it was it was <laughs> talking. I was meant for completion two thousand twenty. I think to be to be honest, the the information is a little bit is a little bit dodgy out there that you know oh, people said it's halted and resumed and that the development halt stem from a like labor problems with a contractor following the twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen Saudi Arabian purge. And right now there is no completion date. Hmm. Interesting. But the information is very mixed out there, but 2018 is the, seems to be the consensus. Great. Happy. It, listen, VAR, yeah? Happy to do that after the quiz. And I can do a public yeah, let's, apology let's if I've it. got that. Let's, yeah, let's Liam win. down in technicalities and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Excellent. After, so it's 3-1. It's 3-1. It's 3-1 as of right now after the first category. The, the the next category is the infrastructure category. Fred Mills, come on, mate. Um, who's who's answering first this one? This is Fred. Uh, Fred, yeah. Where is the longest runway in the world? Where is the longest runway in the world? I will accept country. Oh, I knew this. I will accept country. Oh, we did an airport video and I knew this. Oh, I don't know. Is it? Oh, I, I don't know. Is it Egypt? Mm. Final answer. Yeah. Liam, what, what what about you, mate? China. Oh, good guess. Um, it's in Tibet, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is it? I'm not. Uh, Let's not open yeah. that Pandora's box. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to well, give you a. I'm going That's to give a point. you a. I'm going to give you a non-applicable for that. I mean, I don't want to get in trouble, but you know, which is. Uh, I'll give you give half a point. I'll give you half a point. Well, I mean, that's something okay. to find. That uh, I might. Okay, yeah, I'll take half. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, might even yeah, edit, yeah. might even edit that out. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, right. So, next question in 2022, what was the busiest airport in the world by passenger traffic? And this is over to Liam. Can I just say country? Oh, sorry, I have a pen in my mouth. No, you um, can't just say con- You can't just say country. <laughs> <laughs> the busiest, busiest passenger. Air- yeah. What was the busiest airport in the world by passenger traffic? 2020. 2022. What was the biggest, oh, busiest um, airport in the world by passenger traffic? Like Singapore airport. Okay. Fred? Um, I'm going to go Beijing. Good guesses. Neither are right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Good guesses. You're it's both Jing wrong. No, it's not. I think where, where the cities are big like that, you usually have a few airports, right? So mm. like all the London airports are kind of out of the question. New York are out of the question. It's actually Atlanta. Oh, I've got here. Atlanta. I feel like yeah. we knew that, Fred. I, yeah, I think it, was, you, it is the busiest airport in the world. But everyone goes, oh no, it's not the busiest by number of planes or whatever. No rubbish. <sighs> Atlanta benefits from a strong home airline, Delta. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. got favourable geography because it basically has no competition in the region. Yeah, and the Southeast USA is like it's the only big, big airport. So it just has kind of a monopoly on the region. So there you go, and and lots of like Americans fly everywhere. They get they get planes like their taxis, <laughs> don't 
they do. It's in the culture. It's in the culture out there. Um, next question. Where is the longest bridge in the world crossing ice-covered water? Bonus point, if you get the name of the bridge. I will, I will, I will accept country. You'll get one point for country. But if you name the bridge, you get an extra point. Save it to Fred, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Russia. Okay. Liam? Mate, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. China. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, Confederation Bridge in Canada. Oh, oh, Jill, I'm, I, I, it's going to be Canada or Russia for me. And I've said freaking Russia. Oh, come on. Come on, Fred, mate. Come on, mate. It's not um, well. I've got one point so far. He, here's one. Here's one, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what is the name? of China's global infrastructure <gasps> development strategy adopted by the Chinese government in 2013 to invest in more than 150 countries and international organizations. Yeah. It's me, yeah. Uh is it is Yeah, it, yeah it's yes, me. yes it is you. Yes. Is it the silk Silk Belt Road. <laughs> What's Fred looking at? <laughs> You're looking at you failing <laughs> and enjoying it. <laughs> French? French? That would be the Belt and Road Initiative, Luke. Yes. Oh. That's exactly what it is. Now, Liam, I would have probably given you that, mate. Um, but you didn't get too. the exact but you didn't get the exact wording. Oh, yeah. So a bit like that time I got the bridge in what? France. Hang on. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You, you didn't. <laughs> you knew what bridge you I was didn't. talking about. You, you, you were speaking about a different name. Oh. Hang on. What, 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 oh, what, what are you marking me off for? What did you just say? It was a different name. That's funny because that's like, that's like this, isn't it? That's like <laughs> this. No. Hang on. Hold up. <laughs> it is called the Silk Belt Road. That's it. Yeah, in, some, in your, there, in there your are, head. There are different names for it. There are yeah. different names. No, there is there's one name for it. No, the Belt and Road no. Initiative. And he got it wrong no, and I got the point. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, in, in, in China, they call it something else. They call it China, um, the One Belt, One Road. One Belt, One Road. In Australia, oh. it's called the Silk Belt Road. And so, they have, technically, in that's their, correct. In their marketing, I'm closer show, to it. it the, new, well. the, new, the New Silk Road. The New Silk Road. Yeah. Well, I, might, uh, I, I mean, like I, I might half give you half a point. Half yeah, a point. I'll give you half a point. There we go. Hang on. If he's getting a half point for that, then we need to go back a few rounds and give me a half point for, for what? things close. For what? Saying, Russia, saying Russia instead no, of... No, no. <laughs> I got things... I got the, the 2020 one. I've got on the B1N website. No, mate, it says 2020 on Jenna well, Tower. So I think the team should fact check is it? the it, articles it does. before we post them. I can't believe you just gave him really? half point for that. That's unreal. You just gave him half point right, for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight that in red, and I'll, I'll revisit that. But I might not. <laughs> you know, um, with, with, with the Belt and Road, right? The participating countries include almost seventy five percent of the world's population. Wow, and accounts for more than half the world's GDP. It's crazy, isn't it? We learned something interesting about that question. What we also learned is that Luke Bly likes his revenge served stone cold. <laughs> A little give bit. Me, Maybe Luke, point. lukewarm. Yeah, lukewarm. <laughs> lukewarm. A little bit. <laughs> right, London category, lads. London category. And <laughs> right now it sits 4-2. So before, not, it's not... Yeah, go on. Before we start, I bet you, any money you like, there's a question here about Canary Wharf, 
and the DLR. Mm. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Canary Wolf and the DLR, you reckon, yeah? Yeah. Canon Tail. Okay. The Canon t- oh, obviously. Well, listen, Liam's at four points, Fred's at two points. Let's see how it mixes up with the London category. Besides Wembley Stadium, besides Wembley Stadium, what is the largest stadium in London? Am I going first? No, no. Um, I am. Nice. Uh, yeah, it is Fred. Is it? Yeah, because the last one was Belt and Road, wasn't it? Yeah, Fred was like, yeah, I know it. <laughs> and then Liam, Liam went first. <laughs> oh, he got me on football. Um, so, right, there's it's either Tottenham or Emirates. It's not the Chelsea ground, is it? It's not Stamford well, Bridge. I, mean, yeah, I think you should... Massive, <laughs> massive new Tottenham Stadium. Inside your head, mate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I can you might see be giving answers. You might be giving answers to Liam. You know, I could be. Uh, you say I, stuff when you're thinking out loud. Do you know what? I'm going to go with the new Tottenham Stadium. Okay. I'm going to go with. I actually, I, I went to that opening, the Tottenham Stadium. Remember that, Fred? Got a press pass. Went and took some photos for the B one M. It's a cool stadium. Very cool. It stadium. looks it looks Very absolutely cool. superb. Yeah. Yeah. It looks absolutely superb. I am probably gonna get this wrong, but I am gonna go Twickenham. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> He's right, because he just Googled it. He just How watched his eyes Googling it. Mate, no one likes that sore loser. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> It's a London category, but you've asked me a rugby and football question, which I'm never going to get right. Anyway, which is which is in which is in London, and it's oh, infrastructure, big boy, big boy stadium. Yeah, eighty-two thousand people, eighty-two thousand people. Twickenham is big, home of England rugby. Mm. Um, okay, this 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 is a cheeky one. You might get this, but this is a little bit left field. I think after the IRA bombing of London's Baltic Exchange, which is now where the Gherkin building sits. The site was cleared for construction in 1995. However, something briefly halted the site's progress due to a discovery. What was the discovery? Oh, I I think we both know the answer probably because it's going to be either one or the other. Um, Mm. I'm going to (laughs) say... All right. I'm going to say it was an old World War II bomb. Okay. Fred? I have no idea. I'm going to say it was a Roman sword. Ah, oh, you were going to do that, mate. Well, did you say it would be a Roman, a Roman sword? Roman artifact of some kind. A Roman artifact of some kind. <clears throat> I'm not sure if I can give either... Well, I definitely can't give Liam a point, but Fred is a lot closer. It's actually the remains of a young Roman girl that died over 1,600 years ago. It's a Roman artifact to me. It's not, it's like a not Roman what he said, is it? It's a Roman artifact also, to me. It's a skeleton, mate. There's... <laughs> it's a Roman artifact. <laughs> that is not correct. You're talking about like pottery or a sword or something like that, mate. <laughs> A new memorial was actually built there to commemorate it as well. And it says, To the spirits of the dead, the unknown young girl from Roman London lies buried here. And it says it in English and in Latin. So that's that's good. So next time you're there, have a look. I I didn't actually know that until I did. Unless you want to join her under that skyscraper loot, you better give me this point. (laughs) I don't, I don't, that doesn't worry Um, me. 
I don't know if that's a point, mate. Doesn't matter, really. buddy. Do you know what? The know. listeners are going to be the real judge of this because <laughs> you two have ganged up on me with well, this. Liam's we... googling. You've given. You've <laughs> been literally giving him mate. questions. Unreal. Just crack on. Crack on. We'll let the listeners decide. Well, let's see. Let's see if you can. It's um, a witch hunt. It's a hoax. Let's see if we can. Oh, let's see if we can redeem yourself, mate. What year was One Canada Square completed? Nineteen ninety. Liam? 1990. And I'm not, it was opened in 1991, so don't start all this rubbish with me. 1990. <laughs> I've, I've got 1991. Yeah, oh, it, opened, I, no, it opened in August 1991. I know that. It topped out in November 1990 with Margaret Thatcher, and it opened in August 1991. Give me a freaking when, point. When did, it to, when did it top out? November <clears> 1990. Is that for real? Yes, Margaret Thatcher topped it out. She was there. But topped out doesn't mean completed, does it? It doesn't. No, it completed, like I said, in <laughs> August 1991. <laughs> and what was November? What was November? November 1990. How many times do you want it? November 1990 was topping out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might give you the point for that, mate. You are giving me the point. point. Unless you want this to be your last podcast, and, uh, give me the point. But it's just about Liam also said the same answer. Yeah, so. I knew it was 1990, mate. <laughs> you are not giving him the point for that. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> you didn't know it was 1990. I did, mate. Margaret Thatcher was there. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy. I'd love to play poker with Liam. That would be an interesting night. I'm not um, sure I want to play this game anymore. No, I know, mate. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> well. Go on then, that's a Canary Wolf question, told you. Right, this this is a five-pointer, lads. This is a five-pointer. Fred, this could completely swing the game for you, mate, yeah? <laughs> I'll tell you now, it probably this, won't. <laughs> this is like Florida. This is like Florida. This is a swing question, okay? Name me the five termini stations on London's Elizabeth Line. There's a point for every station. So the ending stations. The ending stations, okay. Yes. Hang on. Do I get a point for each one? Correct. Okay. Who goes first, by the way? Isn't it? Um, isn't it Liam's turn? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good luck, Liam. Yeah. What the end? Yeah, the end. <laughs> I can't help but feel he's just staring. He's staring at the screen. <laughs> With, googling with one, what he's doing. With one, let me put he's going let me put a hand oh. here so it looks like wait I can't my keyboard's up here you'd see me typing look all right all right yeah go on go on Stratford <laughs> yep Shenfield mm-hmm Abbey Wood mm-hmm Heathrow and Reading mm-hmm. yep that's a pure guess Fred. I've got Shenfield, Abbey Wood, Reading, Heathrow, and then there's one in sort of like Canary Wharf, White City area, and I can't, I can't think what it is. I'm going to say, uh, oh, what should I say? Oh, Bermondsey. Beth- it's not that. Bethnal Green. Let's have that. It's a Bethnal Beth- Green. Beth- no, it's not Bethnal Green. It's not Bethnal Green. Bethnel Green. Let's have. Somewhere is it? Sort of let's have Greenwich. It's not Greenwich, but it's have Greenwich. <laughs> Mate, you know, just pick one. You just can't just name every tube Greenwich. station. Shenfield, Abbey Wood, Reading, Heathrow, and then my throwaway is Greenwich. <clears throat> 
So, um, this is a difficult one. You both got Abbey Wood, you both got Shenfield, and you both got uh, Reading. Shenfield is in Essex, by the way, just outside of Brentwood. <laughs> and <laughs> Reading is all, no worries. Reading is all the way in Berkshire. Um, but you, you both said Heathrow, which is okay, not, really, not really too late now, mate. Oh, too, mate, come too, on. Too, too late, because there's Heathrow Terminal 4 and 5, and that's separate stations. So it's Terminal 4 and Terminal 5. So you're saying Stratford's not on it? Stratford's not on it. Sorry, no, you're it's saying not a termini- It's not a Termini station. It's not one where, like, it's at the end of the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It might tempor- temporarily. Heathrow might. doesn't count. <laughs> no. What do you mean it doesn't count? It's, 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 it's you can't just say Heathrow. There's two. Did- There's two stations. Oh, what you want to have for specific stations? That is unreal. It's got to be precise, mate. I mean, you both got... I mean, it, it makes no difference. Cause you give both us five points each, mate. Point. I only just decided... I decided <laughs> to write down Heathrow. I thought I won't put a T... T one. I'll keep it just Heathrow. I've got more chance of getting the point. I can't believe you are. <clears throat> I, think, I think you would... I would have thought the other way around. I would have thought, like, oh, if you know it's there, mate, just add the actual station name, you know? What was the fifth one? Well, he, he obviously wasn't thinking that, mate. He thought it was Heathrow. <laughs> Terminal uh, Terminal 4, Terminal 5 and Reading are the Termini stations to the west and to the east it's Abbeywood and Shenfield. Five points each, sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, or, yeah. I mean it makes oh, no difference, mate. It makes you both got the same <laughs> amount of points. Yeah? So I'm going to keep it as three. I'm going to keep it as three and I'm going to be, I'm going to have it on a technicality, okay? Um, that's it though, boys. It currently six, it sits nine to Liam and six to Fred. Liam's like glowing right now. The power of Google, eh? <laughs> history. History category. Okay. Oh, I love history. Big history guy. No, No DLR, by the way, on the last one. No DLR. <laughs> I bet you took yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, I did. Really? <laughs> I was like, nah, it's too much, isn't it? It's too much. <laughs> hey, the Elizabeth line intersects with the DLR. Yeah, that's it, mate. At that's Stratford, it. Canary Wharf, Custom House for Excel, Woolwich and Abbey Wood. Hit history. What was the tallest building in the world from 1913 to 1930? 1913 to 1930. And this is Fred. I think you're going first, aren't you? Yeah. So I don't think it's the Singer building. It was overtaken by the Chrysler building. I want to say it was the Woolworth building. Okay. Liam? I'd actually say the same. I would, I would. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm actually uh, we're working on um, a client video on the Woolworth building, and I've been looking at it recently. <laughs> I'm, you both get a point. You both get a point. Oh, Very real. good. Very oh, good. Real. It was surpassed by. It was surpassed by. Do, do, actually, for, for if if that's the case, then for a cheeky bonus point, do you know what it was surpassed by? Uh, the Chrysler building. Fred, it's not the Chrysler building, is it? It's a cheeky, cheeky trick question. Ah, oh, I cry as a building. Oh, I you was, can't I was, copy I me, know mate. that was 1930, and then, then it was Empire State after that, so. It was surpassed by 40 Wall Street, <laughs> and it was only, it was the tallest building in the world for May 1930, as in like a few weeks. Mm, wow. And then the Chrysler building completed. Unbelievable, that, isn't it? Mm. Um, 
history. This is again, this is a little bit, little bit different. This one. In what modern day country would I find the ruins of Babylon, which of course is the home of the Hanging Gardens of Babylon? What modern day country would I find that? <laughs> oh, this is Fred. <laughs> this is you, mate. <laughs> Uh, oh. I think you like Brazil and Mexico because that's where you get all the Mayan temples and stuff like that. Uh, right, Saudi Arabia. Okay. Liam? Iraq. <clears throat> <laughs> it's going to be like Indonesia or something. Isn't it? Liam's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is this- <laughs> Liam, are you good? Are you good at like general knowledge? Uh, like, or do you do do you do like process elimination in your head? I like I like history, mate. I I, I do I like, like history it. too. Yeah, yeah. I like history too. And I'm in very 19- good at guessing stuff, I'm very very good. I don't know why I'm very good at guessing stuff. Yeah, especially with a laptop in front of him. <laughs> You're such a sore loser. <laughs> You know what, though? In 1983, Saddam Hussein, imagining himself as the heir to Nebuchadnezzar, ordered the rebuilding of Babylon, but it never never really went anywhere. Wow. So, there you go. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Name the architect that designed St. Paul's Cathedral. Liam? Oh, mate, I've said this before. (laughs) <laughs> Fred, Fred's watching him. We're watching you. Look Liam. at that face. Look at Liam's face. Look. I don't know. Googling. I don't know. I feel like I need a webcam, like behind Liam or to the right of Liam to see. Hey, I'm it. not. I can't. My laptop's here. I'm literally. That's what I'm looking at. That's the. That's my thighs because I'm wearing shorts because it's hot. Mate, Brilliant. okay. Is it. Christopher Wren. (laughs) 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 What? Fred? Are you going to copy me? It's Sir Christopher Wren, yeah. (laughs) How? I thought I thought I thought Liam was going to say like Thomas Heatherwick or something. something. We discussed this ages ago. When we were when we were I look when we were looking at I can't remember favorite buildings in London. I was looking at who who the architect was that designed. All the buildings in St. Paul's is one of my favorite buildings. Yeah. Fair enough. That's right. That's right. I do actually remember that. Mm. Um, there has only ever been one building, one building that was the tallest in the world and voluntarily demolished, voluntarily demolished. What is this building? Is it? Is it me going first? Yes. Has Liam got it? Because he looks like he's typing. <laughs> I was typing. Sorry. <laughs> I have a pen in my mouth. <laughs> uh, it's the Singer Building in New York. Okay. And Liam? Yeah, I think it's the Singer <laughs> Building in New York. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does the Singer Building look like, Liam? <laughs> what do you mean, mate? <laughs> what, <laughs> what does it look like? What do you mean? It's no What's longer it there. Like? It was demolished. <laughs> yeah, but surely you've never you seen it, it mate. You know <laughs> Fred's so like, that. I can go have a look at it, mate. Fred's. <laughs> yeah, so right. I, can't go, I, I don't can't know. Go it's been ha- <laughs> I can't go have a look at Hogwarts, mate, but I know what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been demolished. 
I think that's a copycat answer. That's a copycat answer if I ever saw one. If I ever saw a copycat answer. But it is the right answer. Singer building. NYC. Yeah. <laughs> this is unreal. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. Then. Off we go. What Tallest joke. building in the world from 1908 to 1909. And then it was surpassed by the... Fred, do you know what it's surpassed by? No. I'm, not, I've, I've, I'm done with being embarrassed. Go on. <laughs> Excellent. The MetLife Insurance Company Tower. Um, and it is the third tallest building ever to be voluntarily demolished, mate. Nice. And it's actually Mm. a beautiful looking building. It is. It's actually a scandal they demolished that building. Whenever we do history of skyscrapers on B1M and we talk about New York's tallest buildings, there's always a lot of outcry and a lot of love for the Singer building. Oh, big time, mate. And what replaced it? Oh, absolute joke. Um, Right. So as it stands, there are 13 points to Liam and nine to Fred. Both both very respectable. Uh, But it's the pop culture category. This could... This could change things. Um, it's unlikely, but it will change things. <laughs> I'm going to hold my head high and know that I won the popular vote oh. among our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I may not have. The right. Electoral College has gone to Liam, but I've got the popular vote. All right, Hillary. All right. Is, Hillary. How, many, right. how many points <laughs> in this one? Is it five questions? Each, each question has one point. Um, mm, yeah, I think it's just four points. Okay. It's going to be Star Wars. Let's, let's, see, one, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's it's going see. to be a Star Wars question. Pop culture category. What London landmark features on Pink Floyd's Animals album cover art? Is it me? And it is, it is um, Liam first, yeah. Battersea Power Station. Yeah. And Fred? I can go to Battersea Power Station. We featured it in that Battersea video. You guys did. You guys did. Pink Floyd, one of the best bands ever. Uh, in the film... Love Actually, which character or actor, I'll take either, but double points if you can get both, plays an architect? In the film Love Actually, there is an architect. I did this with my missus yesterday. You can name, you can, I'll take actor. I did this with my missus yesterday and she was, she literally just went through, she went through the whole cast. just Googled it. Is it, is it, am I going first? Yes, you you are. Um, Is it, (laughs) hang on. Liam is so competitive. (laughs) I know this one I'd love to have played football with you, mate. I would love (laughs) to play football. Right, Alan Redmond's the boss that gives the necklace to someone else. Mm -hmm. Hugh Grant's the PM. We can't give you answers, mate. You need, you can't ask. Uh, I'm going to go Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? Okay. Mate, and L- I'm, Liam? I'm going to say it's uh, Rick Grimes, a.k.a. Andrew Lincoln. No, it's Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liam Neeson. Oh, man. Is... Do you know the character's name, Fred? For a chance at a double point. No, I, I know the storyline vividly. The storyline's heartbreaking. Sure? I don't. I, I think we need to get yeah. Mara on this, mate. Andrew Lincoln, the guy, because he's the guy from right. The Walking Dead. He was in Innovation, and I'm sure he was the architect. Daniel from Love, actually. Right, I'm Googling it right now. I thought you said Mark from Love, actually. No, he's the guy that turned up with the with the speakers and the signs at the, fr- at the yeah, front door. Yeah, right. it's like crying. Quiet. He's got the letters and things, mm. and it's... Jeez. Oh, oh, I thought you said Mark, because he was Mark. And also, it's, it's, it's something that like might 
Mark, I don't know what triggered your memory on this, Fred, but there are scenes in, in the film where he's like looking at blueprints and stuff and like architectural yeah. papers. But they also, him and his um, son go and sit on a bench on the South Bank and look at like St. Paul's and the Gherkin, which has been like built at the time. So you yeah. see the structural frame of it. And yeah, so that's a little nod to obviously something that he, he loves in the film. So well done, Fred. Very good, mate. Damn. What what is the name of the Los Angeles skyscraper featured in 1988's Die Hard? I will accept a fictional name or a real name, and it's double points if you can get. I think I've got it. <laughs> really, really, Liam, Liam, show your hands. What <laughs> man? Stop it. Liam should be doing it like this, like <laughs> like an Andor. When- <laughs> The prisoners in Andor. <laughs> Hands on the head. God, Liam, I, look, Liam's trying to close his eyes. <laughs> I'm trying to Liam, think, right? I'm not convinced. How, me, how many really times have convinced. I seen Die Hard? Um, absolute classic. Like, yeah, absolute it's on a classic. I don't know about the UK. In um, When I was growing up, it was like a Christmas movie. So it's not Christmas. <laughs> Loved it. It's, it's become that. It's definitely become that. Is it the... Nakatomi Tower? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> you have Fred? Fred? Oh, I think it's the Nakatomi Tower now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Luke, man, you just gave away a point. It's just, I, I like the way you're sitting there thinking. My hands are there. My hands are there. You were, you were, do, you were, you were <laughs> doing this thing. See my you white legs. Thing where you were like pretending to close your eyes and your eyes were open a little bit. And it looked like you were tired. Now I'm squinting, mate. How do you <laughs> think? <laughs> Building from die hard. Look, look at this. You, This is literally what I've got. <laughs> sitting on in short shorts. Oh, I've got no socks on. It's a stolen quiz. It's a rigged quiz. It's a stolen quiz. <laughs> do, do you know? Do any of you guys know the uh, real name of the, of the building in LA? Is that the US Bank Tower? No. Oh. No. Do I get an extra point for this? Because Fred just copied me. Like blatantly just copied me. <laughs> As if you haven't done that the no. whole quiz. No. No, you don't. Ah. A lot of a lot of um, the building actually belongs to Fox studios and Mm. it's been used for multiple film and tv projects including robocop 2 the Mm. x-files fight club and more there's no way um john (laughs) mcclain could have lost that much blood in that movie every time you see him he's like covered in blood (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true this is this is the last question what's the score this is the last question of the but game, it's, 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 it's of the game, and it's it's an important one. It's a very very important one. What's hang on? Why, why is it important? And what's the score? It's the last question of the game, and it's a five pointer. And the oh. and the and the and the points are fifteen to Liam and twelve to Fred. Oh no! This is a five pointer. It's the last last one of the game. In 1990s, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, what building does Kevin stay in during his stay in the city? <laughs> I know this one. You know it? Yeah. I got it. Go on. Is it me going first? Yeah. The Plaza Hotel. Liam? Yeah, I was going to say that. 
Plaza Hotel. <laughs> Donald Trump's in it. He did say, he did say, oh, I do know it. Yes. That's what Donald Trump is in Down the hallway to the left. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, apparently it's because Trump owns the hotel at the time. He did. And so he kind of like mustered his way into a cameo in the film. <laughs> <laughs> He's also in the Little Rascals. <laughs> what? Yeah. Trump is in the Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah, this thing where he wanted to get into movies and he got into movies loads. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's Donald Trump, the cool businessman. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. How things changed. <laughs> um, listen, uh, this means our totals for this quiz are 20 to Liam and 17 to Fred. So, sorry, you gave Liam 20 for the plot. You got, you got five points for the plaza, did he? Yeah, what? of course, mate. Oh, they got wow. a point. He got a point. I thought you said there were five points in this last question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, the, in the Plaza Hotel, yeah. Um, yeah, you got, both got five points. Mm. Absolutely unreal. Well, there you go. Right. No, I'm sorry. Grab, grab I'm a tissue and dry your eyes, mate. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to do... Even if I were to do a VAR, even if I were to do a VAR on your, um, what was it, Kingdom Tower? Yeah, I know the margin of error. The margin of error is, is past the point of a recount. I know I know that. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm people sorry, will Fred. listen to this. I think actually history will judge this quite fairly. <laughs> and Liam Karma will judge it <laughs> very unfairly. Liam's even very good at sneakily Googling, or he does have good general knowledge. No, he's very good. He's been well known for his architecture facts over the years, so well done, Liam. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Well done. Um, when you when you took your laptop off earlier to show us your keyboard, you revealed some very small dumbbells on the floor behind you. What, yeah, what weight are they? They're only fours, mate. I'm trying to... I'm trying to fix my... I'm trying to fix my back. Fours? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay, he's his back. Fix his back, fix, Fred. Fix my stabilizing muscles. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Well, there mm. you go. Just because you didn't say Heathrow Terminal 4 and Terminal 5 specifically, that, that Fred. That's absolutely outrageous. Yeah. It's Heathrow. You would have been You would have been in the game, you know. Yeah, but Liam got the same answer. It is, it, is, it, is terminal, it is Terminal 5 because when I recently was in London... The end of the line on City Mapper was Heathrow Terminal Five. So, just there you go, fantastic. Well, it says here Terminal Four and Terminal Five, and I think that's because it's in a circular motion, isn't it? And then it mm. goes back on so itself. What, it takes a like, long time to walk from Terminal Three to Terminal Five. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going under the, the airfield, aren't you? Yeah, oh, mate, it takes ages. Well, yeah, what you walk? There's not when like I, a little when metro. I arrived in London, I landed at uh, Terminal Three, and I had to walk to Terminal Five, or the other way around. And I just forgot. Oh, right. I hadn't done it for I hadn't done it for a couple of years. I was like, "Jesus, this is." Because there's the two little satellite oh, bits of Terminal Five. There's Terminal Five B and Five C, but you have to get a little underground train to get out to them. Mm. So I'm surprised mm. you had to walk. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm. Well, you know what? Banter aside, great quiz, Luke. Thanks for yeah, together, mate. A lot of work went into that. Um, a few holes here and there, but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think know. the Home Alone question warranted five points. Um, I think that was it very was more just towards to, Fred too. It was it was actually just a spice up towards the end, mate, because the game was already won. I was going to so say Trump Tower, to, but it oh, was an easy one. There, there you go. He's just Chris admitted. No, but I didn't. He's know. just admitted he didn't know the answer. Down. I, I would have won that quiz. Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> unreal. Would you have really? Would you have really put Trump Tower? Well, it is Trump Tower. No, it's the Plaza. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's not. Trump Tower in real Trump life. Tower is a diff- no, no, Trump Tower is a different building. <laughs> well, it's not too late Trump now, anymore. mate. 
It's not owned by Trump anymore. Liam's, Liam plays dirty, doesn't he? Oh, he's unreal. Liam's playing. Anyway, there we go. There we go. We played two quizzes on this podcast and I've lost both of them. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Fantastic. You versus me next, mate. You versus me next. Oh, Don't worry. God, yeah. No DLR yeah. questions, please. <laughs> what Star Wars. Um, brilliant. Yeah, till next time. Well done. And hope, hopefully you enjoyed the little factoids there as well. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoyed playing, playing along as well, guys. Get your... Uh, Get your emails coming in, tell us what you scored, and tell us if you think this was played fairly or not. (laughs) Also in the news this week, we've had some pretty cool pictures of the Paris 2024 Aquatic Centre nearing completion in the city's Saint-Denis district. Uh, This is looking good. It's actually the only permanent building, the only new permanent building being built for the Paris 2024 Olympics. They're trying to keep things pretty lean, pretty straightforward. They're reusing a lot of the existing uh, infrastructure there. Uh, This has been constructed with sustainably sourced timber. They're using recycled materials in the fit-out. The venue's roof has been optimised to basically maintain sight lines. So people sitting in the auditorium in the seats can still see the pool, which obviously is quite important if you're spectating on the Olympic swimming races. But you can see the pool, you can see Michael Phelps, who was still competing from in a way. Whilst also trying to create a space that is not unnecessarily large to reduce the amount of indoor heating required. So they've gone for the lowest possible roof they can to get 5,000 people in, uh, maintain sight lines, but also keep that heating bill down, keep the energy needs down whole roof as well outside is covered in photovoltaics most of the building's power is being generated by renewables which is fantastic uh, as i said it has a 5000 seat capacity during the olympics but after the olympics it's going to be scaled down to 2500 there's also a new footbridge across the a1 linking this building with the massive stade de france just across the road there so looking good i'm getting excited for paris 2024 now it feels like we've had a lot of olympics last few years because everything's sort of got bunched up from the pandemic but um mm. yeah this looks good it looks nice and it's it's good to see a more sustainable more modest olympics isn't it i think in the current mm. cost of living economic crisis it's good to see yeah absolutely mate i i love the vision for this olympics and i love that paris is um recycling a lot of venues and using a lot of stuff that's already in the city um, it's it's really impressive, but th- this is excellent, isn't it? It's really really good. It looks fantastic. It does the job. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it, mate. Huge mm. fan of it. Fantastic. Well done, Paris. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I was going to say there's a there's another project that I've been um, chatting to a, a guy lately about in Asia, which is the largest timber build in Asia. Check out Tian Fu. Agricultural Expo in uh, Chengdu. It is seriously cool. Like it's these huge timber structures. What's it um, called? Tianfu. See uh, T I A N F U Agricultural mm-hmm. Expo. Uh, okay. Just since we're on the, the the topic of timber buildings, it is. Oh wow! Wicked. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I love. I do love timber. Timber builds. Fred mm. kind of got me on that. I was like, "Yeah, yeah no, I'm works. quite a yeah, quite a passionate advocate for timber construction." Mm. Um, the other big thing happening in Paris right now is the rebuild of Notre Dame, which I think they're trying to get completed for the Olympics. I'm not sure that's going to happen, um, but yeah, Arthur I should say the photographer for these uh, images we put up of the Paris Olympic pool was Arthur Weedman, and he's done some uh, really good pictures of the Notre Dame construction progress as well. So that's uh, 
a fantastic construction project. We are trying to get access to that for you guys. We want to make a video of that because it will be awesome. Mm. Um, hopefully bringing that out on the B1M soon if they let us in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be good if we can get there. Uh, now, staying in Europe, but swinging over to Frankfurt, the huge for Frankfurt development is really flying up now and starting to dominate the city skyline. I was there last week uh, for filming another video we're making, which is coming out of the B1M soon. But next door to the skyscraper I was filming in was for Frankfurt. I was obviously there last year, and the transformation in the year has been incredible. It really is flying up now, and it looks really, really good. It's a really nice development. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is a huge new mixed-use project in the heart of one of Europe's biggest financial capitals. This is a place that's been kind of dominated by banking buildings and has become a little bit soulless in recent years because it is very corporate very work orientated so bringing in more mixed use bringing in apartments bringing in shops restaurants residential is kind of the goal here and for frankfurt very much does that we've talked about it before we've done a video on it before but this consists of four skyscrapers sorry four high-rise towers two of which are skyscrapers i caught myself there i'll explain why in a moment We've got Tower 1, which is rising 233 metres. It's going to have mainly offices in it. Tower 2 is going to be 173 metres and contains service departments. Tower 3 is 120 metres and has got condominiums and a hotel. And Tower 4 is 100 metres, again with some office space. Only technically, sorry, technically only Towers 1 and 2 are officially classed as skyscrapers because they exceed the Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat definition threshold of 150 metres. There are some other things that go into defining a skyscraper, such as 50% of its space having to be habitable, it can't have supporting guy ropes, that kind of stuff. But height-wise, you need to clear 150 metres. Only Towers 1 and 2 are officially skyscrapers. Um, yeah, this is amazing. You've got four towers that look alike, that fit together, but are also distinctly separate as well, all rising from a tiny little site in the centre of Frankfurt. And it looks epic. The construction photos, particularly in the sunshine, look amazing. Yeah, it really does. It kind of reminds me of um, City of London, how all the skyscrapers are sort of bunched in that one little area and they just sort of spring up next to each other and there's, it, it doesn't look like there's much space between them. I really like the design of these. I don't think they're mm. over the top. I think they're, they look good. They sort of suit the skyline. Yeah, I'd agree, mate. I'd agree. I actually thought the same comparison with the city, the square mile in in, in London. There's definitely a similar vibe, um, especially with some of these older buildings, like kind of sprinkled around these towers. Um, I I've, I've really want to go to Frankfurt. I really, really do want to go to Frankfurt. They used to do, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do a skyscraper festival there. Is, does, that, does that still happen, Fred? Do you know? I don't, I don't know if it's still happening. It happened since the pandemic, mm. but yeah, I do remember that. It's one of, I think, it's one of the top five skyscraper cities in Europe. Yes, it, well, it used to be. I think kind of the the the, the top dog, really, wasn't it? Eh? With the Commerce Bank Tower in the middle, and it was really impressive. But I do think that now other cities have taken out. I think London's probably like way surpassed it now, but just with maybe Canary Wharf alone and obviously you've got lots of other classes london's a much bigger city than frankfurt though, i suppose but these look fantastic mixed use development mate is the future and it is. it's yeah it's smart living isn't it and i know that's like marketing spiel but like that it is actual smart living if you can do so much of your life in a small 
um, space and you can go downstairs, go to the shops, go to the cinema, go do this and you can walk everywhere. To me, that seems like a good quality of life if you want to live in a city like Frankfurt. So, and yeah, it looks great. It looks really good. It looks high quality. The cladding's not crap. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. the other thing, this is kind of on the border between the, the more historic part of the town that was actually, was actually rebuilt to look like it's historic original counterpart but there's this is kind of it links the historic part of the town the more market-based part of the town where you do get more bars more tourists more sort of people hanging around and the drier more glass orientated corporate district so Mm. there's this new sort of walkway i want to say street it's not really a street it's kind of like a mixed use podium that open to the public you can walk through uh so they're kind of using this in a way to be the bridge between corporate frankfurt and the more you know people orientated frankfurt so that's that's interesting see how it comes off it looks good there are a few mixed comments on this people saying beautiful looks nice cool buildings cool skyscrapers uh a lot of people saying it looks like the fantastic four headquarters because the logo of four frankfurt they've got on the side of the building oh yeah <laughs> does look a little bit like the fantastic four <laughs> yeah. um but then on the other side of the spectrum we've got quite a few comments on the lines of uh, just adding more soulless buildings to a soulless city. Uh, classical or vernacular would give it a sense of place. This just seems so generic. Uh, another person saying, this is one messed up town. I personally couldn't wait to get out of Frankfurt after visiting back in June. So, yeah, mixed bag in the old comment section. Did but you Did you have, that, cool. did you have that kind of vibe when you were there, Fred? Yeah, I mean, obviously I was, I was working and it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I always say Frankfurt's hot. It was very muggy as well. The, I don't feel like I was itching to go back because I've missed stuff. Like I walked mm. around the financial district, which was cool. Seeing the skyscrapers and development was cool. We did some filming from a nearby park, which was all right. There were some dodgy people hanging around, which wasn't great. Um, and then we had a couple of meals on the nights we were there in the sort of more historic district, which was okay. I feel like I've kind of seen it now. I don't feel like there's a huge amount pulling me back to Frankfurt. So it was all right. But would I go for a weekend break? Probably not. Mm. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Go to uh, Berlin instead, mate. Oh, yeah. Best yeah. best German city, in my opinion, Berlin. Discuss. Yeah. yeah, no, probably. Probably right. Hamburg's really cool as well. Mm. I like Hamburg. Yeah. I've been to a stag do in Hamburg, so I can't remember much, but. I think it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leaving Europe now and swinging on down to Singapore, we've got a very cool office building. Oh, Singapore just does good office buildings, don't they? Yeah. Um, so in a city famed for its lush greenery, uh, lush greenery? Greenery? Sound like that bird out of the cartoon, don't I? In a city famed for its lush greenery, Eric Parry Architects have integrated a 20,000 square meter new research and development headquarters for Vilmar International very very nice you've got stepped terraces you've got greenery and plants dripping across them which is incredible seven story structure you've got curving balconies access to outdoor space from every level there is even a running track around the top of it so occupants can go for a nice little jog nice lunchtime run in amongst the trees and in the head splitting humidity that is Singapore Um, apparently the architects say that the uh, project has increased the site's tree density by 70% um that does come from them, so we haven't independently verified it, but pretty impressive, right? A pretty nice development. It is, fits in with the city. It's added greenery. It's 
got outdoor space, it's sustainable, there's lots of shading that help prevent solar gain, which reduces the energy usage. I really like this. It's not going to win any architecture awards, I don't think, but I really like it. Yeah, I think it's absolutely outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, I love the way that it mixes just outdoors of indoors properly. You know, we, we've we made fun and we've had banter over like trees on buildings to shove, shove grass on it, shove a tree on it. But this is actually doing that properly. Um, and I think the, these kind of buildings like, or this kind of building sets the standard for uh, what what it's going for, which is again a bit like what I just said with with uh, for Frankfurt work life balance and quality of life. Ultimately, yeah, a place where you can work and not feel like you're just in a huge cage. Um, yeah, massive, massive family. And architecturally, I I actually think it's really, really decent. Singapore, mate, I really do want to go to Singapore. I need to go. Yeah, I want to go as well. Should we get some yeah. comments from our um, resident architecture expert, architectural historian? <laughs> Liam Marsh. <laughs> oh, you're such a sore loser, mate. You're such a sore loser. I am a big fan. I love it. I think it's like an urban oasis kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it just it just looks like a really nice place to work. Um, I don't, don't really understand the running tracks, you know, like Google HQ, Facebook HQ running tracks and things like that. Do, do people actually do that? Lunchtime, you're going to go for a run around the rooftop? Like, do, would you do that? Anyway, anyone, any listeners that work for companies like that, that work in these sort of HQs, please feel free to reach out and let us know if you actually use the running tracks. Um, it's a good point. It's a good but point. yeah, visually, I, I, I love it. I think it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Some of Christopher Wren's best work right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, swing on over to the uh, the inbox, Luke. What, I've seen loads of cool stuff coming in the last couple of weeks. What have we got? Uh, Michael Maines has sent us this, Michael Maines. He says, hey, team, to answer your niche question, Fred, they've done it again. No. The tallest base isolated building in the Western Hemisphere is the Los Angeles City Hall at 138 meters tall. So unfortunately, there are no buildings which meet your 200 meter criteria. Love the podcast. Been listening since episode one. Sincerely, a fellow construction and architecture nerd, Mike. What a lad. Wow. Isn't that nice? Wow. Isn't yeah. that sweet? Yeah, That's we love incredible. that. Thanks for researching that, Mike. And for writing yeah. in. It's awesome. What a legend. We got another email as well here, right? So Mike, Mike's got sent a lovely one in, but this has been followed up by something really nice. Um, the title of the email is, the name is Mills, Fred Mills. <laughs> and this is from JD. Um, he asked first, are we going to get a trilogy of Bond videos now? Fred, that's aimed at you. <laughs> I, do. I that- don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the third one, if we're going on the Pierce Brosnan run format, the third one will be rubbish. I have a theme tune sung by Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, get Madonna to do another Bond tune. Yes, let's do it. Uh, he goes also, a request. Is it possible to get links to the projects you discuss on the show? Oftentimes, references to particular slides or pictures are made, and it would be easier to follow follow along with the exact web page. Um, so I, I could just like shove the Instagram links into the show note like description, can't I? The episode Definitely. description. Should I do that? Idea. Yeah, it's JD, a great idea. mate. J- it's almost JD. like discussing visual architecture on an audio medium is a bad idea. I know, right? Almost like that, but anyway. Yeah. 
I think a lot of the guys can keep up, more or less. But like with the more niche subjects, oh yeah, I think this is a phenomenal idea. So JD, mate, pat yourself on the back. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. 100%. I should say the um, the MI6 video, which is now on 1.7 million views in less than a week, guys. Absolutely wow. incredible reactions. That's been yeah, it's been amazing. That and the uh, the Swiss Dan video, which is now well over two and a half million views. Absolutely incredible. Maybe people like the Bond thing. Just I've just realised maybe the Bond thing is working for us. Maybe. Um, they weren't planned to come out together. It's just how they fell in the calendar. I, I really, you might not believe me, but I promise you, that's just how it happens. Like two separate <laughs> projects, two separate content producers, finding stories, writing them up, falling on the schedule. Yeah, I'm not making a play for Bond. <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. All right, mate. <laughs> what an episode. And congratulations again to Liam. Thank Liam you. Marsh, king of the quizzes. Good try. Yeah. Thanks for competing, Fred. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Demeaning. I'm going to stand and clap at the inauguration, not say anything. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, get your uh, get your feedback and get your comments coming in. As I said, if you're listening to this, you've got about 24 hours to get your entries in for Construction Story of the Year. If you're listening to it after Friday the 1st of September, then just ignore me because it's gone. You've missed it. You were too late. You've missed the extensions. You'd have to enter it in 2024 now. Also, make sure you donate to Get Construction Talking, our construction mental health initiative. And as I said, I'm coming to Chicago 19th and 20th of September. I'm going to be on the ground in Chicago doing a fantastic panel discussion at Procore's groundbreak event on mental health and talking to Olympic legend Michael Phelps about his mental health journey on stage in front of a fantastic crowd of over 5,000 people. Check it out. Come down. I'd love to meet you there. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing, guys. Thanks for the quiz, Luke. And we'll see you next week. Pleasure. See you later. Thank mm-hmm. you.